Hi, Linda Phils here. Welcome to my show where I will be sharing with you the strangest secrets to spiritual and professional success and productivity. So let's get started. Thank you, Linda. It's an honor to uh, be here with all of you. It's great to be a part of this. I, um, I believe in this. I believe that every single person is a person of influence. Uh, every single person is a minister in their own sphere. Every single person is God designed to bring heaven to earth. In fact, if I was to ask you that, that typical kind of question, you know, we just meet, shake hands, sit down here, shake hands. Hey, how are you? Who are you? Ben. He starts with his name. Okay, Ben. Who are you? Okay, that's good. Lover of Jesus. Some people will go to, you know, their occupation or, uh, you know, what do you do? Some people answer with, uh, who, you know, who are you? What do you do? It all kind of gets blurred. We'll talk about our occupation. We'll talk about our relationships. We'll talk about our faith. But if I were to say, who are you? I can just about guess $100. I'd be willing to wager $100 that none of you has ever answered a stranger. I am a biological portal existing in the time-space continuum to usher in heaven to earth. Right? Did I keep my money? I kept my money. Well, that's what we're going to talk about. Because uh, I, I love what Linda is doing with some of these phrases, connecting personal destiny to a larger vision. I, um, I think we as believers are anemic in the scope of our vision. The gospel is too small. Our mission is too small. Our personal destiny is too small. The story God is telling is too small. Not on his end, on our end. God is too small. And uh, I think in every way that we can bust out, we need to bust out. So I hope to help us bust out a little bit tonight. And uh, to do that, I'm not going to do a traditional uh, marketplace uh, business consulting strategy visionary rah rah rah. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about some interesting things out of history. I'm gonna talk about some interesting things out of myth and legend. I'm gonna talk about some uh, interesting historical stories, contemporary stories. But all of these are about heavenly realities and the revelatory potential of existence of human existence. And. Um, one of the great prophets of the Old Testament, Jeremiah, was at the beginning of his calling, he was told by God, Jeremiah, I'm going to anoint you to tear down and build up. And the order is important because the tearing down had to happen first. And very often, are you, any of you all in construction? A few in construction? Yeah. Very often in construction, if you want to add floors your foundation isn't enough, right? 
A foundation can only bear so much based on the specs it was designed for. My father had a, uh, I grew up with an entrepreneurial father and he was, uh, had a standing seam metal roofing company and I've been around various aspects of construction a lot of my life. But if I uh, get the architects, uh, the the blueprints and engineering for a three-story building and later I want that to be a 10-story building, it's not enough to just tear down three stories or add and you know add 10 or add 7 to the 3. No, the foundation itself was not engineered for that. And many of our, our stories and conceptions of God have excellent and strong but limited foundations. And so what I hope to do tonight is a little bit of tearing down so that we can hopefully expand the borders of our understanding. And so this is going to be kind of a sideways marketplace talk because I'm going to, I'm going to share a lot of uh, ideas uh, out of Scripture. I'm going to make it practical at the end. Linda gave five Ps. I'm going to beat her with six A's <laughs> by the end because I, at the end of it, I'm still a preacher, and so i got to you know, do the alliteration thing, right? But um, a little bit about me, I, just so you know, I, uh, I have had a, a lot of experience in ministry, felt the call of God at a very young age, have uh, attempted to follow the Lord all my life. But I'm a hybrid. I've got a lot of marketplace experience. I've been entrepreneurial all my life. Um, I've worked in uh, radio, journalism, public relations, um, ran my own freelance graphic design company, was agency of record for a number of other companies, Um, have done new product development, have my name on a couple of patents, Um, and over time uh, turned that experience into doing some consulting and marketing. My sweet spot these days is specializing in helping ministries and businesses create strategy out of story. And... um, whether it is your personal story as a business owner, a marketplace entrepreneur, whether it is your product story, whether it is your business's story. There's so much power and vision and story and so much sense of belonging that a very fractured, broken world is looking to find. And I think the next wave of, this is a freebie, the next wave of branding is actually story. More than ever, it's going to be story. So I encourage you, even when you leave here, uh, pray and seek the Lord. You may not think your metal fence post has a story, but if that's your flagship product, it needs to have a story. And there is a story there, and uh, I think the Lord wants to uh, creatively add compelling stories um, uh, as, as means of charting your strategy and success in the future. Uh, Okay, last little qualifier here. We know about innovation. We know about improvement. We know about innovation. We know about disruption. That's four stages. So, well, you could say invention. You have an invention, then there's an improvement, then there might be an innovation, and that's that's a normal product cycle. And the invention's important, the improvement's important, the innovation is important. 
But very rarely do we achieve true disruption. This is my last little, I'm just circling back around. If I end up disrupting some things tonight in your uh, typical understanding of Scripture or of the story God is telling, uh, it is because misery loves company and God has disrupted my thinking for about the last 10 years. So I'm just dumping that on you. Uh, I have been agitated for about a decade to realize that uh, we have a lot, we, we have such a great foundation of, of good language and theological concepts, but we do not have the scope and scale of understanding to produce faith for the challenges we are facing in the earth. We always feel behind. We always feel like uh, the world is one step ahead, if not ten steps ahead. Uh, we're struggling to get out of our dungeon, if we're talking about Joseph, and we, we, we just feel ill-equipped. And, um, and I believe some of that is the Lord permitting things for His own reasons, timing. I think uh, there's a lot of character development that happens in that. But I also think our foundations, our paradigms, and our thought systems have become hopelessly calcified over generations of small theology. And I think that uh, uh, we need revelation upgrade. You know, I have uh, a 2017 iMac. The latest operating system just came out, uh, and I'm about to upgrade because... <laughs> Living on the edge. <laughs> but I don't have at all my 2012 iMac. And I'm light years away from my little Mac LC that was the first color Mac prior to the Mac SE 20. Now we're back in the late 80s, early 90s. I mean, I haven't worked on one of those things in years. Why? Because they're hopelessly outdated. They have no functional relevance to me trying to do a spreadsheet or send an email or uh, Photoshop an image now. So there's, there's hard breaks and there's soft upgrades, and we need it all. We need some hard breaks from our dependence on old spiritual technology and spiritual thinking, and modalities, and, and operating systems. And we need some upgrades as well. I want to, over the course of tonight, I'm going to talk about the process of revelation, where revelation comes from, the um, fundamental design of revelation in creation and in your physical construct, what you were meant for, and Essentially, though I won't refer to this much past this, I'm going to end up talking about four voices. Yours, your voice, the culture's voice, demonic voices, and God's voice. And those four voices will achieve some level of, of balance and priority in your life. If the culture is, voice is affecting yours, 
then you're going to be more susceptible to demonic voices, and you're going to have very little uh, effectiveness in hearing God's voice. If God's voice affects your voice, then your voice shapes the culture, and the enemy's voice is defeated. So there are, uh, there, there's this understanding that we all hear voices. How many of you all remember Kevin Costner's movie, um, Field of Dreams? Great movie. Like after this talk, if you're still awake tonight, go rent Field of Dreams and watch it again. Because some of what I'm going to talk to you about, you may not have even seen it in the movie, but it's basically Kevin Costner moving through a series of divine revelations, acting in faith, and changing his own personal history and those around him. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the process of revelation, the voices we hear, and, and how that is meant to benefit us, through us, benefit others, and uh, uh, chart a course for your businesses, your families, and your future. The, uh, the movie has Kevin Costner basically saying, I never did anything crazy till I heard the voice. That's how it starts. I never did anything crazy till I heard the voice. And while I'm not advocating... Uh, wild and, and crazy business practices, there are times where we are entirely too familiar with our own um, product line, our own mission statement, our own uh, marketing plan, our own history, and sometimes we need a fresh voice and we need a little bit of crazy to follow. So the very act of uh, tonight is not, I, I am not trying to invent something. I'm going to talk out of scripture. I'm not to, trying to improve something. That's too small. I'm not trying to um, uh, innovate because that's too small. I want to disrupt you and put you in a place where you can become a disruptor and, and start to think with the full purpose of God for your life, that you are a biological transmitter in the time-space continuum of divine realities to earth. And if that's not how you think, then you're thinking too small. We hope you're loving the Linda Field Show and that these ideas are helping you succeed day by day. We know you're busy and don't always get the resources you need to grow in your development as a spiritual professional. That's why Linda has created True Tribe, a community of learning for men and women who are ready to experience God-made success. You can access helpful classes and put your learning to work by getting started today for just $1. Come on over to truetribe.org join and get what's waiting for you inside True Tribe. See you over at truetribe.org slash join.